This is Moment of Hope brought to you by the Missionary Church Association in Jamaica. I am your host, Marja Elaine Francis, welcoming you to the program. Good morning. We are in the seventh month of the year already. We are in July. Now, this is a time when parents and the children alike are looking forward to summer break, yes. But how will you be spending your summer? What plans do you have for your children in your care? We know children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. As adults, we have been given a tremendous responsibility to keep our children safe. But just how much have we been doing to protect them? According to UNICEF, all children have the right to be protected from violence, exploitation, and abuse. Yet, children from all socioeconomic backgrounds across all ages, religions, and cultures suffer violence, exploitation, and abuse every day. This is unfortunate. Today, we will be focusing on safeguarding our children what can we do to ensure their safety and protection? If someone suspects that a child is at risk of being hurt or abused, where can they get help? My guest today is Simone Charrier, counseling psychologist, and she will tell us just how can we get these things done. Simone Charrier, welcome. Thank you so much. Good morning. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you. Now, Simone, we know it. Um, children are a gift from the Lord and yes, they, they are. are a reward from him. Uh, sadly, though, Simone, our children are exposed to violence, exploitation, abuse, and so much more. And the sad thing, too, is that this that they experience comes from parents guardians family members and others that are known to the child and this occurs in the home the families schools so many places where they should be safe this morning as we focus on safeguarding our children you're the experts so i'm going to be asking you to guide <laughs> us you know how would you define safeguarding safeguarding um that is kind of a little difficult to, to define these days. You know, I noticed you mentioned the home, the home where our children should be safe. Yeah. So safeguarding, though, I think should be, or should I say should, or is it? I don't even know. Safeguarding is to protect, protect from harm, protecting our children from abuse and maltreatment. It's preventing harm, ensuring our children grow up with provision of a safe and effective care, or it could be described as taking action to enable all children and you know young people. And by children, we're referring to 18 and under here. Yes. Though 18 is probably still a child for me. But you know, enable that enable all children and young people to have the best outcomes. So I think that's how I would probably define safeguarding, protecting them protecting them and even as we look at protecting them I mean I started out by saying it's summer already you know yes. and as we enter into the summer Simone what are some safeguarding issues that our children or children are likely to face well summer is normally a time for freedom 
and with freedom comes responsibility. And this year might be slightly different. There's some amount of freedom, but there's some restrictions still. And you know, we're still in the COVID era and a lot of things would have changed. Um, children are crossing over boundaries. They're entering new schools. Yes. The results will soon be out and our children will be in the secondary system and you know, basic school children entering the primary system and we'll have the tertiary. It's new environment. And so people probably will be going to summer classes, probably face-to-face -face this year. Um, there might be day camps, not sure that we're having, you know, um, sleepover camps at this point and that kind of a thing. And normalcy has changed somewhat. And so we're not even too sure what to expect. You can't plan like you normally do. You can't leave your children where you normally leave them. And so there's a whole lot of uncertainty for children and, and parents alike at this point. And so the issue, major issue this year, I would want to think is uncertainty, not sure where you're going to leave your child. You probably can't take them to work anymore. And so there's a lot, of, a lot of safeguarding issues here to be worked out this summer. Right, lots of adjusting, adjustments exactly. need, needing to be made that prior to now, parents probably would not have to think about it. Um, you mentioned, you know, get a little more freedom in the summer now, and so many children will be, chances are, at home, not with mm -hmm. as much supervision as they normally have. So I want for you to touch on, you know, what can parents and guardians do to ensure the safety and protection of their children during this time? Marjorie, you said not, not as much supervision. Sadly, some children probably don't even have any supervision. And, you know, it's unfortunately think about it it's it's painful to even think about but it's it's our harsh reality because parents must work children children have to eat and that kind of a thing and some parents genuinely don't have a choice while others do so what can parents do I, i'm 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 a firm believer in having that conversation we have to prepare our children it whether it is summer or summer not we all have a responsibility to protect them. And every, everyone, every household, every mommy, every daddy, every community, probably we'd have different ways of safeguarding because we have different value systems and we live different places and our children are different age groups. Um, whatever we are encountering, we, we must be prepared. So probably some principles we probably could look at would be empowerment, you know, building resilience, talking to our children, having that conversation, look at the what ifs, what do we do in a situation like this? Yes. Uh, develop codes, how we're going to function in the event something happens. Um, look at prevention. So you're in the home, you must leave your child, disconnect your, 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 your gas cylinder from, you know, do, do some, make some necessary prevention stuff just be really 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 prepared partnership partnership with that neighbor that you'd have built a, a very good relationship with yes. and you would have tested the waters because we have to be super cautious teach our children accountability in the event the prevention package didn't work that child needs to be able to communicate with mommy daddy auntie grandma whoever mommy this happened 
and we can therefore, you know, take it from there. I normally encourage my, my, my children. I'm a mother of two girls. I normally say, while I can't prevent all the negative happenings, in the event something happens, I don't want you to suffer alone. So teach them to, 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 to talk to you and make yourself approachable. Yes. Because sometimes our children are scared. They're not wrong, but they think, mommy going to beat me or I'm going to be so judged, you know, because we can be judgmental. Make ourselves approachable in the event. Whatever measures we put in place didn't work that they can come to us and we have a safe discussion. There you have it, parents, some tips on how we can help to provide safety and protection for our children. And I hear Simone saying it clearly, communicate, communicate, communicate. Now, Simone, our children, they're young and impressionable, but they're also adaptable. And while we talk about what the parents can do, I'd love for you to share, you know, what are some practical things that children can do themselves? We can help the children to do to protect themselves yeah right our children are very smart they have their own ways and they, they they know danger they really do most times um i would want us to as as simple as this sounds you know that some some children will be outside um i hope some will be outside um the sun the sun protect the skin so we think in health you know use a sunscreen and people might be like sunscreen we're jamaicans Yes. Use your sunscreen. Yes, whatever. It could be a broad hat and not necessarily some something you, you apply, not necessarily some topical thing, but help to protect. Our children should protect themselves that we do not enter any form of water without supervision. Please, children, it's hot. Do not go to the river without permission. Do not go to the pool. Do not, do not. Um, if you have to be riding, use your helmets, you know, um, look out for motor vehicles and persons might be saying, but they shouldn't be on the road. The reality is some children, that's their play area. Yes. But I would want to take it further to say, children, do not share personal information with new friends. Um, when we find new friends, because people will be visiting, you might be at summer camps and that kind of a thing. You're going to form new, new, new friendships. Do not share personal information. Um, stay in the designated pickup areas if you're dropped off and you're told you'll be picked up at one. Work with the plan, yes? If you have to take the bus home or walk home, do as you're directed to do. Go take the bus, take the particular bus you're instructed to take and be cautious while you're exploring. We, we want you to explore. You should explore. You're built to explore. Explore but be cautious and involve the caring adults around you while you explore, ask questions and get permission. Don't just do it. We love you. We care for you. We want you to be happy. We want you to enjoy summer. Explore, but do it safely. We want you to be well. You have been listening to Moments of Hope and we are focusing today on safeguarding our children with my guest, Simone Sharrier, counseling psychologist. Now, Simone, we have been talking about just how we can protect our children as adults, how the children can protect themselves. And we are not in isolation to 
to school and the community, there's also church. Yes. And one mm-hmm. of the things we, we often go to in church is the Bible. And we know mm-hmm. Jesus is always about welcoming children. You know, he's, he's that let the children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. I want for you to share, you know, just with our children, you know, and even the parents, how can a relationship with God and the church community help? even with their safety. Okay. By far, Marjo, I, I have recognized or I'm recognizing that the, the, the manual, I call it, my parenting manual, the Bible, um, there's, a, there's a, a heading, a topic, there's a Bible verse, Philippians 4, 6, that says, be anxious for nothing. Uh. And it's, it, it is a verse that I've had to be using a lot, and I really want to share it with our children, with everybody listening, that it's a time crammed with anxiety. But the, my manual, the Bible, says we shouldn't be anxious for nothing, but what should we do instead? Because anxiety, there are going to be so many anxious moments at this point for, for reasons known and unknown. Yes. But if the Bible says we should pray about it. So I want our children to learn to pray. I want our adults to learn to pray. But just imagine prayer is a conversation, but think about it. You're talking to somebody that you don't have a relationship with. I mean, that's kind of not going to really work. So I'm inviting persons, first of all, children and adults alike to develop that relationship with God. And Matthew 6, 33, I think, says we should seek ye first the kingdom. the kingdom of God. And everything else is going to be coming. So how, how, how can a relationship with the church, with God, how can it help? Well, one would believe that this relationship would inform morals, as taught in the scriptures. Yes. From the Bible and life's experiences. So from this foundation, one would make every effort to impact their children, yes? And this relationship gives you insight through the Holy Spirit. Remember, the creator, he would have known all things. And this is a manual. This is a manual that we have. Everything is written there. It's, 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 it's a guidebook. So through the Holy Spirit, you're able to be proactive, yes? And, you know, therefore averting the, the, the ill intent of the enemy. So how can a relationship with God work? You commit everything to him. The anxious moments, the moments when you're not so sure, should I or should I not? And then when you have that church community and VBS is happening at a lot of churches that I do believe can be a safe space for children. Uh-huh. And we'll say what VBS is for those who don't know, vacation oh, Bible school, right? That's right. <laughs> or some say um, DVBS, daily vacation Bible school. Yes. Right. So find that local ch- church is a great place to be. So many great things happen at church. So start with the relationship with God and then guess what? He'll direct you to that church community that you know you probably will fit in with and see what works for you. And in the meantime, be anxious for nothing. 
be anxious for nothing. Thank you so much for that, Simone. We see how important the relationship with God is. And that's our first base, yes? And while we are in different spaces, at home, at school, you know, um, in the community, I'd love for you to share with those listening. If someone suspects that a child is at risk of being hurt mm. or abused, you know, they're unprotected, they see them wandering about, where can they seek help for them? I'm a firm believer that the state would have put enough things in place. And I normally love to start with the local police. This is why we have the police force. So if we're in doubt, we first of all go to your local police. And outside of that, we could also go to Sissoka, the Center for the Investigation of Sexual Offenses and Child Abuse right and we have we have the the main one on Ruthven Road 8769264079 but there are local offices in your various com um, communities as well and then we have CPFSA now CPFSA the child protection and family services agency formerly CDA that is what they're there for that's their main task to protect children so if we suspect something is happening and, and CPFSA's number is 876-948-6678, that's their corporate office number. They have offices all over. Or JPs in our community, know your JPs and you know, talk to a justice of the peace and, and, and share with them. They're so trained to, to facilitate and direct us. And talk to your pastor, talk to your pastor. Church is a good place church is a good place. And we have some teachers in our communities, some guidance counselors, some police officers are in our communities. Find that person. We have some real community people that we can go to. So be a part of your community and know the people who are there to serve you. Thank you for that, Simone. There you have it. There are some places that you can seek help if you suspect that a child is in, the, in danger and not being protected like they should be. Now, Simone, there's just so much more we could share, but this morning as we close, I'd love for you to just share with our listeners, how can we create a safer environment for our children at home, church, school, summer camps all year round just how can we create a safer environment for our children conversation conversation communication relationship our children they're people and from they were conceived we should start having conversations with them they're not just some little objects you put down our children are smarter than before i do believe because we have stimulated oh, yes. them so i want for us all year round to just educate the child as early as possible. Just like we would teach them about traffic and you know water safety skills. Um, children should learn to be cautious, alert and prepared, not to be fearful. And here it comes back, you know, do not be anxious for anything, but teach them not to be fearful when they're having exams, not to be fearful, when they're going to new schools, not to be fearful, but teach them the baby steps from early, Yes, they are less apprehensive when they have these skills. Give them permission to say no. Give our children permission to say no. So auntie comes over and want, oh, look at Chubby, how you go? And the child doesn't want to hug. It's okay. 
do not teach, allow our children to know it is okay to say no and teach them to talk, explain the difference between a surprise and a secret, yes? Help our children to identify trusted adults. I do believe I shared at some point a, a, a circle, a community of, of people that I would have given my children permission to have dialogue with. And we're in the, 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 the electronic era where everybody has a smartphone. Put oh, some yes. limits, put some parental control. Um, what I did was there were particular names and numbers in my children's phones. And if, 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 if somebody calls, if, if a number just appears, then hey, red flag. Should I answer? Should I answer? Should I not answer that kind of a thing? But create your own ways. Yes. Um, set body boundaries. Don't touch me here. And it's okay for the child to say, don't touch me. If, if a child doesn't want to be touched, then they shouldn't be touched. So therefore, they can always, you know, start by asking permission. May I hug you? May I hold your hand? That kind of a thing. Allow them to set boundaries. Teach our children the body system. I am blessed to have two and they're pretty close in ages. So they're always together. And so I would teach them, you know, that listen, something is happening, then one reacts. Teach our children to check with others first. Teach them telephone skills. Yes, please. Um, do role play with them. I would randomly call from a number and watch what happened uh -huh. and, you know, see what they would do. I would just, you know, turn up at the door, knock and just, just do some role play to see what would happen. And then we can see where they're at and then we can guide them further. Continue to review whatever measures you have put in place, review them, practice them, test them and I, I, it, it, it would be remiss of me to, to close off today without saying insist on child sexual abuse prevention training. And that sounds a little harsh, but it's the era we're in. Have that conversation with your child. Um, a lot is happening. A lot is happening. And we need to be as open as we possibly can be. Let them be comfortable talking to us. If we're not comfortable, find someone who can do so within our presence. And if someone tries to hurt a child, the child is never to be blamed. Never, do not beat them if they tell you that, hey, something happened to me. Don't blame them. Work it through with them. Some powerful tips there on how we can ensure that our children are more safer, providing the protection that they need. Simone, I'll ask you to close in prayer for us. Sure. Father, we thank you again for this morning. We thank you for the privilege to share with our nation's children, share about our nation's children, share with the caregivers. And this morning, Lord, as we go, we hand them over to you because they're, they're, they're gifts from you and we can't do anything without you. So, Lord, we ask for coverage on our children as they, they enjoy summer. Lord, I pray for protection. I pray, Lord, that we will not hear any news of any mishaps and that kind of a thing. Cover our children. Those who are listening right now and they're fearful and they would need to talk to someone. Provide that space, Lord God. Help us to be open to our children when they need us. Help us to learn to listen and not be judgmental. Lord, protect our children and protect the caregivers. 
protect all who will, will, will put things in place for this summer. And please, Lord, help us to just really keep our children safe. Help them to feel loved at all times. We bless your name. And again, we thank you for these, this privilege. These things we ask in your precious name. Amen. Amen. May I remind you, the Missionary Church Association in Jamaica brings moments of hope to you every Sunday at 7.30 a.m. Thanks to my guest, Simone Sharrier. Thanks to you, our listeners. If you need prayer counseling or further information, call the Missionary Church Association office at 924-1378 or WhatsApp 7910527. Also, link us on Facebook at Moments of Hope MCAJ with your comments. I am Marja Elaine Francis. <laughs> Regardless of what you encounter in life, there is hope and there is power in prayer. Hebrews 11 verse 6 reminds us that God rewards those who earnestly seek him. I invite you to pray by yourself or join with a family member or a friend and let us pray being mindful that God answers prayers. Tune in again next week for another moment of hope.